Hi, Tribe. I'm Rasavia. And I'm Evelyn. And you're listening to Objectively Typed, the podcast where we explore the objective personality system. Today, we are typing Sean Hayes. So, uh, a little context about who Sean Hayes is, um, in case you haven't heard of him. Uh, did you know who he was before? I knew he was the other guy in Will and Grace. I knew he was not okay. Will. <laughs> um, yeah, so Sean Hayes is most uh, is best known for playing Jack McFarland on Will and Grace. And... Um, Kind of wanted to offer a little bit of context um, about uh, Will and Grace and kind of how it came to be. And uh, I think it also offers context about Sean's life. So Will and Grace first came out. It's the sitcom about um, a uh, uh, these two best friends, one of whom is gay, living in New York City. They're both single, trying to date that whole kind of like friends, but with a gay flavor to it. Right. Um, and it was coming out the same time that Friends was coming out. And one of the things that made Will and Grace uh, different from um, a lot of other things that were going on at the time is, so Will and Grace came out um, less than a year or about a year after Ellen DeGeneres came out um, on her show and then also to the public. This was the 90s, so, like... What what year did you... Did you say a year? What year was it? Will and Grace was 98 and... 98, that's what I thought I heard you say. Yeah, Yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to believe. It's kind of crazy, like the the change that we've How had far, yes, in, since yes. 1997 like I don't know why uh, I think it was part of my 32 day cleanse as you call it um I was I was like looking at Ellen and a lot of um a lot of the interviews that she did you know it's I mean wow if you go back and watch the Oprah episode from like yes. right after she came out yes it's like to to the today's audience it's like offensive it's kind of offensive, at least for me. And granted, yes. I know people have different views, right, and stuff. Like, but like, there's a woman who gets up and basically says, "Like, how come I don't see the American Family on the cover of Time magazine? Why are you on the cover of Time magazine?" And I was just like, "Wow!" In yeah. 2019, to hear somebody basically say, "Like, get your gay self, just be from your- my view." Yeah, yeah. from my- I don't yes. need to see it. A lot of that. I mean, it was like, it's, un- I mean, you forget. It, I, it's I think been, you, yeah. for me. It's been only two decades and yeah. it feels like night and day. And that's one like of the reasons day. why Will yeah. and Grace was the show that it was. Exactly. Is because, so like, for a little bit of context, in the U.S., in, I wrote this down, in 94, um, we had Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which mm-hmm. if you're not familiar, Don't Ask, Don't Tell is... Uh, the policy in the U.S. military that, you know what, if you're gay, we're not going to ask you about it. You don't don't have have to tell us us about it. (laughs) Um, And at the time that Don't Ask, Don't Tell came about, it was actually progressive policy. It was incredibly progressive. Because being gay in the army, in in the military, was not okay at all. So it was a compromise of like, you know what, you can do whatever you want as long as we don't know about it. And then Clinton got a lot of slack for that. Like just doing Don't Ask, Don't Tell. He got a lot of slack for it. Was, it was considered <laughs> pro- progress. It was considered yeah. pro- compromise of some kind. Yeah. And then also, so that was 94 and that lasted for 11 years before it was overturned. And then uh, DOMA, uh, which is the Defense of Marriage Act, was 96. Mm-hmm. And that is what defined marriage at a federal level as between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until... 2015 so yeah. only four years ago yeah. that it was overturned with um windsor versus someone <laughs> the state or, or I don't know. yeah i should yeah the government or something like that but anyway Edie windsor is somebody who i would have a lot of fun typing yeah i don't know if you've ever she's no. she's a spitfire yeah she is great um so that was 96 and that lasted for 17 years mm-hmm. um until 2000 oh 2013 that can't be right I anyway, was, uh, two, 15 sounded right, but yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so th- this is like but this yeah, is what still. was happening in the 90s. Right. And then so Doma passed in 96. And then at, at this point, there aren't that many celebrities, if any at all, that are out. Like, yeah. I think Elton John is about the only person who is out and still has a career. Right. And yeah. then Ellen comes out well, Ellen, in yeah. 97. Yeah. And her show immediately cut. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it wasn't until, what, six years later in 2003 that she got... Uh, the Ellen talk show that we all know that now. We, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, um, Rosie around that same time, too. Yes. Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. 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 I think she was a little later. I, she was a little um, later. She, later in the 90s, but also like still. Yeah. It, it was, was at a time. So like yeah. I was in college, what, in the mid 2000s. And it was still rare enough that I knew every single gay character on, on <laughs> evening TV, on primetime yeah. TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was still like. Yeah. So Will and Grace was a big deal. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And as uh, I have this quote. Um, I know the quote. She fun. opened, Ellen opened the door. Will and Grace kicked it down. Knocked it down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, they did. And, and it's yeah. still like, even like when Biden was VP, um, he, there's a quote from him. I don't, I don't think I have it written down, but essentially that like Will and Grace normalized gay culture in uh, the average American household, like made it accessible. So Going down that slight tangent. Um, <laughs> well, it's good to know the context, right? Like yeah. That's why we do these people, right? So it's actually, it's an interesting one because that is one of the many data points in my head because Sean Hayes, like Jack McFarland is your, I guess, stereotypical flamboyant gay man. Right. Um, but right. Sean Hayes didn't come out until nope. long after <laughs> um, the show ended. So the show ran from... 98 to 2006 and I think Sean didn't come out until 2010 oh really yeah I missed that okay um and he started he started dating his now husband in 2008 Mm -hmm. so like it's just uh an interesting data point in the context Mm -hmm. of typing him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I yeah I came across I was just like I don't know I was on YouTube and then I came across an Ellen interview with him and he is just plowing right over Ellen and I'm Mm -hmm. just like what is going on? <laughs> so I thought he would be interesting and easy to type, and boy, was I wrong. Yeah. Yep. He was, I think, one of the <laughs> hardest people I've had typing. Um, I, I, I think we both, like, we were just like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to go to the full 512, and I yep. think you're in the same place. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, want to wanna share with us what, I've been what wait- you do? I've been waiting for get? this. Yeah, yeah. I got... I'm also nervous. Uh, <laughs> no. I got looks like an ISTJ won't shut up won't shut up about people. <laughs> oh, really? I got looks wow. like an ISTJ won't shut up about people. I don't have a type for him. <laughs> okay. I was like, I can't prove anything. So, I the reason why I um, with am withholding a type is because I don't feel like we had the content. Um, out of everything in our database, there was one long form. There was one 45 minute interview where I felt like mm-hmm. I kind of got some content. And so I, I want to go down the checklist. I, I went down the checklist, um, but I just felt like those short clips were not enough to tell yeah. me who this person is. They were is. hard. Yes. So that's why, you know, Dave and Shannon often talk about how, like, you know, if you can't prove it, don't. don't. And so the only thing, the only thing that I can say about Sean Hayes after watching videos of him all week, masculine sensory. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) That is like all I'll say. I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the only thing I feel like I could, I could prove. That's the only thing. Okay. That's so interesting because 
I'm on that like I'm on the definitely masculine intuition um kind of end with him but really uh, did he knew exact dates but we'll we'll talk about it later yes but he also did say that like that is unusual and the only reason he knew those two exact dates was because and you believe they were him? special dates that's my point like let's we can do it well because <laughs> i just don't i don't type people based on what they say no say, one ever yes. claims their saviors no one ever claims it because he said that but then he proceeds to recall everything on a timeline he recalls exactly where he lived and where it was in relation to that like his sensory memory was masculine so anyways we, we can go yeah. on i see what you're i well, heard him yeah, say we'll that. get to it i heard him say that but it's like i don't yeah. i just saw him like um i think so much of his humor is him punching on the intuition punching on the patterns I think that's what makes his humor his humor, kind of in the way that he actually, so when we were typing LeVar and we were talking about Brent Spiner, um, my first, because I had already watched a couple of Sean interviews by that point, I was just like, not, not Brent Spiner. That was my initial thought. But I actually ended up, so like, there's a few of these I would stick by, but he was confusing to do. But the type that I arrived on, I don't even have fully written out. But the type I arrived on, I'm surprised you got him as looks like an ISTJ. Um, he looks like he reminds me so much of Anderson Cooper. He remind he made me think of uh, Anderson Cooper's uh, tribe above self brother. <laughs> like when I was going through the the 32, um, Sean and Anderson, those two you talk about not not. Mm-hmm. He is not not Anderson Cooper, and Anderson Cooper okay. is SIFI. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I. I saw um, there's somebody in our um, in, in the Facebook group. Uh, what is his name? It starts with a th. Theodore? No, it's not Theodore. Anyway, I um, I ended up getting a CFE for Sean. Um, I was no. <laughs> this will be interesting because yes. I have him on the completely different quadra. I would have said I would have said, and he doesn't, and so that's why I withhold type is, but I would have said T E F I axis and S I N E. Okay, um, man, as close as we got with Lavar, Sean is Sean was also. I was just I was so there surprised wasn't by content. how hard he was to do. There wasn't enough content. Like I think this I, is a. I think this is a, an example of there just was not enough uh, stuff out there because I went through and I I simply did a Sean Hayes interview and then I went down the line trying to find more than ten minutes of the guy on a talk show. And there's only like one or two videos like that. <laughs> like, and so they're in our database, they're in our data set, but you can't, to me, you, mm-hmm. it's hard to the point of, I don't even want to go there of typing a person based on a six minute clip of them on the tonight show with David Letterman. And the reason no, I is, agree with you there. The reason is you never can see their baseline. Like they never really baseline. They might spike. They might but even right. then, like, they're going to, like, it's they're, a little They're entertainers. They're putting on a yeah. show in some ways. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, to me, like, I, they're just, they're just, it just wasn't, I, it was not, I didn't have enough material that I felt like, yeah, okay, this, this proves anything. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, it was interesting to watch those videos and, like, I could, and so, yeah, we can talk about the round table and the role that I thought he was playing in that. Um, but it that, was just That like, round table was the one that threw me off. I was like, oh, to okay, me, I'm kind of getting him. an idea of of his type. And then that round table was like. Exactly. Because on the talk shows, he's playing and he's like more playful. 
and more yes. sort of out there. But I don't think that's Sean. I like I think what you saw in that 45 minute video where he's much calmer, much more sort of I'll say sober, but I you know I just mean like a calmer yeah. kind of guy. And you saw it in that round table. He was out punched in that round table because that that's round not table. Him. He was just like deep consume mode. Mm-hmm. He was just consuming all of the things, and then mm-hmm. if people turned to him, he would like exactly. So it, it was in that round table. So I thought he had play blast energy initially, but because it was at that round show, table. Yeah. He, it, he it was very much that like I actually thought of you. I'm like where wh- whatever his animals are, his play and blast is interrupted. Yeah, like there's something between those two. Yeah, and it's because on the talk shows he does show play blast, but I would too if I was on Letterman. You know, I would jump off the freaking thing <laughs> and jump down and 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 play around. Like I yeah. didn't see SEFE, so let's let's go on because that is not a type yeah. I would have said. Um. Okay, so let's let's start at the top. Uh, observer or decider? It looks yeah. like we both got him as observers. No, I said looks like an ISTJ oh, yes. won't shut up about people because I. So I don't know. I don't know if he's an observer or a decider. I lean towards uh, decider because he did make everything about people, like to the point where again in that. So I ended up watching that forty-five minute video three or four times yeah i watched it a couple <laughs> because the, the sag interview yeah the sag interview because yeah. to me that was the only one that was and that like, was really good content this too. is him yeah. yeah um and in that one she even gives him shit about name dropping and he gets decider weird when he when she does it and then can't stop and every other time he brings up a name he's like oh i did it again oh i name dropped again just like there was an ip in the class that they pointed that same thing out that they just yeah, like yeah, yeah. couldn't it Jake, let it go. Uh, Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Of With like, the creepy. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're gonna call me creepy again? And so she, it was the same kind of behavior. So I actually on that one, uh, she was the I I I saw it as her being decider weird and him making fun of her because she was the one who started bringing it up, and she was the one who's like ma- you're name dropping, and he's like, oh look at that, I'm name dropping again, kind of like poking fun at her being decider weird because I saw him double deciding, so fucking well because I saw him and- double observing really well too and i felt like what where you were talking about him and ellen i felt like that's where he was fucking with ellen was that ellen as a single observer was kind of going all in on an you know observer freak out thing and he was able to like twist these uh to me i saw him on the sine and he was playing with her any connections and flipping them back around and throwing them back at her in a way that she didn't expect at all Mm. and she found that hilarious as a single observer because normally we're not the ones that are like as a well she's a um what is she yes she's an efe yeah yes entp an ENTP. Yeah, well, as Jumper, e- yeah. I'll say ENPs. As ENPs, lead NEs, we're not usually the ones that are getting, that someone's getting the jump on us because our NE is usually like one step ahead kind of a thing because we're making all these connections. And that was where I was like, okay, I see some double observing because he was coming up with connections that her NE hadn't thought of yet. And he was like hitting her with it. <laughs> and so I was like, ah, he's, he's dancing around ellen and definitely making her look a fool so he was um i saw that as um info versus energy dominant where she's um oh no wait she's energy dominant yeah oh i got him as info dominant i got him as info dominant also I, i actually ended up landing on info dominant as well um at the end but i initially read him as energy dominant this is one of the things that made him so hard to type is that like I initially saw this and then I'm like, oh, wait, it's actually this. Because we didn't have an, I still think it's because we didn't have enough. I, I think we just didn't have enough to make a case. 
you know, because the short interviews just don't, a person can act, everybody does everything. Everybody Mm -hmm. does everything. And so what you need is like more time to get to know the person. And I just felt like we just didn't have that. And that's why it was so hard. So one of the things that, okay, so going down, well, observer, decider. um, I don't know. (laughs) So you see him as more of a decider. If I had to pick, yeah, that's what I would have said. But I I don't, I couldn't make a case. I could not make a solid case. So I, um, the one, one thing that I am pretty sure on is Savior Effie. Um, That's one thing that I got. Yeah, I, you know, I mm -hmm. wanted, I guess that was one of those like bias type of things where initially I was like, yeah, he's probably Savior Effie, you know, but as I got into it, it just felt like I was seeing this like masculine F.I. demon, Um, especially like, and he talks about it in that, in that 45 minute video where he talks about needing a post-it note. What do you want? What's stopping you? Yes. And so it's like he has an MFI that's down there that wants to that wants to do what it wants. And he's aware of that, but he isn't giving it the permission. So he's tribe of self. Yeah. But I saw that and and so I look, I I couldn't prove it. I couldn't prove it. Because I couldn't say I could not make a case for TE. Absolutely not. I never saw him really doing TE. But what I, I just saw that axis to me. I yeah. saw demon FI. It didn't seem like demon TI to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree with you there. That was like there. There was a lot of things that I was seeing that were demon DI in general, yeah. including, um, you know, him not coming out until four years after Will and Grace was done until 2010. And by right. 2010, it was like. Um, as, as far as being a celebrity and coming out, it was super safe to do that. Right. At that point. So that was like another one of those things that contributed to him definitely having demon self, demon DI. Um, but I didn't, I didn't see demon TI per se, but I did see demon DI and I saw a savior feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's how I arrived at, uh, FE. Yeah. And he was like a lot of his, I saw a lot of values values in the real world values in the real world like i i was back and forth between nf or sf saviors uh, or um but i landed on sf because it was a lot of like like in that sag interview uh there's one place where he's talking about um what uh what kinds of roles he could play and he's talking about how like you know at, at a certain point you you just like well I'll never play like a, a brooding detective or something like that like that's just not me and um the interviewer is like oh no you you totally could and he's like no reality is I can't like like th- this is like the obligation to the sensory kind of thing so I landed on him as SF for that and I saw a lot of like this is what matters in the real world like those kinds of value statements yeah, I also saw a lot of this what this is what works though cuz he also talked about like needing to get to know the parts of the of the um industry that you're not into like you need yes. to know how this works and that works and stuff like that. So, you know, when they're looking when they're deciding they being Dave and Shannon when they're talking about um the FITE axis, it's that the TE users have group think for their reasons like their, mm-hmm. their reasons are like what works for the tribe or what works in this extroverted way and he and so like like I said it's not like I it's not like I was watching this guy and thought hey that's TE that's a great example of TE no not not at all but it was like when he talked about 
what works. It was what works at scale and what works sort of in a TE type of fashion. Whereas mm -hmm. when he talked about feelings, it usually to me was more like personal. It was like what I want and value. So that's why I saw him on the FITE axis within Demon um, F or Demon DI. Demon self, yeah. Well, Demon self, yeah, which then made it Demon FI. It's not that he wasn't willing to talk about feelings or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then this is, this is, I mean, I, my, my type is kind of a joke, obviously, because like, I don't have a type. But like, when I say he looks like an ISTJ, I mean, he he does dress and sort of comport himself in that very like, SI, ST, like, very clean cut kind of way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like very much he, of like, ST, I think this is one of the like, type of he punches person. on that, like, he he come like i think with letterman and with ellen like he he punches on like what are you wearing that's so like on on people's aesthetics yeah a lot so that could be masculine ass too i don't know um i saw it as as i was so i mean modalities are at the bottom we usually get to them later but um i i saw i was debating between masculine tribe or feminine tribe but i saw very much feminine uh sensory and so that like punch I saw coming from um, a little bit of what what did you get for his tribe modality or no, you didn't feminine you got feminine okay I would have said audio and I mean and this is also anecdotal but I mean he's a musician going back to being a little kid kind of a thing you know mm. um, tra trained for 20 years as a concert pianist and that was the other thing so we haven't gotten to uh, let's talk about organize and gather um so i thought confusing i thought absolutely um oh i i mean if i i mean again like none of the when i'm saying with him if i say absolutely i'm talking about yeah the i saw interview. it in the 45 minute interview but it proves nothing i'm not gonna keep saying that throughout this entire podcast <laughs> but suffice to say um because several times i mean he talks about he talks about familiarity familiar familiarity things that are familiar as comforting mm -hmm. as a natural thing like like he it's he talked about will and grace coming back he's like yeah people want to go back to like what's familiar and what's comfortable and he says that as like a given that's not something mm -hmm. he clearly discovered that's just kind of how he operates um so that was one oh i sort of tick and then another one and of course i don't really trust what people say but he had he seemed to like when he did go to la he had contingency plans he didn't just go there yeah yeah no there was a about a what quote. he was doing yeah i've always thought that everyone should have a plan b c and d yep yep yeah and yeah. i i agree i was seeing so much oi and i was seeing so much tribe but i did not see lead blast which is why i was like yeah i saw demon blast i saw consumable blast and like Sure, if uh, if this is the right moment, I'll go into a blaster lesson. But I don't feel obligated. Like for example, that a roundtable with all the other comics. Like what's his name? Um, Mark went into blaster lessons. Um, yeah, Mark is uh, blast. He's blast last though, and sometimes um, blast lasters are the ones that are gonna do give that. You the lessons. Um, yeah, yeah. And there I, was quite a few people who went into blaster lessons. Yeah, in there that were. one, and he was just. He was, he was completely so introverted. Out. Yeah. yeah. He was completely out energied there. And I think like I don't know, I, the the top animal is often one of the toughest because it's a byproduct of your saviors. And so mm. it doesn't necessarily like we both know um lead blasters that when we're in a room or something like that, 
those people aren't talking. Um, you know, the people in our class, the people like Amanda and, you know, Agreed. those folks. When they do talk, we we listen. They're, but they but blast. They, yeah, but that wasn't the yeah. case with him. When he does talk, he plays. He yeah, but how blast. do you know that from what? Well, because he's not giving you a lesson. He's throwing things around with you. But how could we know? Well, I'll stop. (laughs) I'm just saying like we, well, we don't have examples of it. Like we have like some interviews on like a three or five minute clip from Letterman or whatever. Or we have the the longer form one. So I I don't know that. I don't know that he doesn't go into blaster lessons based on those data points. but, But that case can be made with anything, right? Like. A 45-minute interview that's an intimate, like, sure, you can always get more information, but it is, I think, enough to say that, like, because he he did have some blaster lessons there, but it was a lot less blaster lessons, and it was a lot more, here's the sensory that you're asking from me. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, like, he did go into lessons. (laughs) Yeah. But actually, his interviewer went into lessons more often than he did. She, I felt the obligation to blast, uh, the obligation to teach people coming from her than I did from him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think that uh, the the round table is, it's, it's kind of one of the, like, I saw a lot of introverted energy coming from him during that round table. And I think part of it was because he was nervous. So we run to our safety blankets when we're nervous. Um. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think, like, with Ellen, where he's comfortable, you see a lot of more of that really, like, that play is is stepping in there. Mm-hmm. Whereas at the round table, I think he was he was nervous and he was a little more, I guess, he's running to a safety blanket, right? Which I don't is know. why, uh, Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't, I guess, again, like, I'm just, I was, I'm just unconvinced. Because it's like, yeah, but if that feels like you're sort of projecting what was going on in his head in there um because maybe he was nervous or maybe he is just more introverted than mark Marin and everybody in there because i i mean so mark is an enfp um energy dominant blast laster and i don't know what tracy morgan is but he's in that same dock somewhere and so you have these two very very extroverted enfps that were kind of you know, ENFPing. <laughs> like I love my type, but like we can we can get into a lot of scatter. And to me what I saw was was he is not if anything cuz the type I got him, he has NE. And so I saw it, like I saw him play like he wanted to do the NE. Like there was a funny part where um at one point he said, "Yeah, I'm just like Tracy." And it's like, "No, you're not. You're nothing like Tracy Morgan." But I think like there was a part of him that saw like, "Yeah, I'm like him." But I can't bring that energy right now because that's not my savior. Like, that's just not my savior. Um, And so I just did not see, I didn't see OE over OI, um, you know, but. I didn't see OE over OI. I saw OI over OE. I just did not see lead blast. I saw demon blast. I saw consume above blast. So that, that, that was the thing that like just wasn't lining up about his type is that I was seeing savior OI. I was seeing an obligation to have things planned and organized. Yeah. Um, but also I wasn't seeing, and, and I, I went back and forth between any and SE, which axis he's on, but I wasn't his, his OI didn't seem attached to the sensory. It did. To it's, me. And, and when I did yeah. see him blasting, it felt like his blast was NF blast. That's a blast that I was seeing where like, here is a lesson on, uh, the, 
value statements kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I it felt didn't like seem... his, I felt like his blast was S S blast because he would go through like, yeah, I, you know, I grew up in this place and we did this and I had this family is, and I had that. Is that blast or is that just sharing sensory details? Because blast is teaching you a lesson specifically. Cause, yeah. So there was a, actually just last night, um, apparently Kevin Hart is SEFE and Kevin Hart is an excellent storyteller. Um, and I always th- associate storytelling with SF Blast, but it's also just like, because, so, I mean, I think you hear this from me all the time where when I'm telling you a story, I give you all of the sensory because of this assumption that, okay, I need all of the sensory details in order for me to draw my NI conclusions. Therefore, I'm going to give sensory details to everybody else so they can draw their conclusions. Yeah. And yeah. so I saw that I mean, I as, don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have a strong i i saw organize over i saw organize I, over yeah. gather and i saw s over n so si i mean i hear what you're saying that he didn't seem like a blaster but i also felt like i didn't have enough to say that he's not either because everybody does everything and conversely everybody doesn't do everything too so i mean just because he didn't blast in a in an environment where he was clearly out energied um, that doesn't mean that much to me. I've seen other lead blasters not blast. <laughs> I'm not know. talking about that one. I'm talking about the SAG interview, not the yeah. roundtable. Yeah. In the SAG interview, he did go into blaster lessons, but it didn't feel like it was an obligation to give the blaster lessons. It felt more like, oh, if you guys are asking for this, then I will give it to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw, like, I, I guess doing the spectrum thing, I saw her obligation to blast even though she was the one doing the interviewing. Um, and that helped me see that I, I wasn't seeing that does like that. Well, yeah, obligation from him. Yeah, it's hard. That that top animal can be funny, though. Um, it can be a funny one. Did you get it, a depending read on, on any my, other animals? Well, depending, Sorry, on, depending on like where I'm at, like, I mean, I'm not always obligated. Like, I mean, I'm lead play, but I don't play all the time. Like, I yeah. don't know. It depends on the situation. <laughs> like, in, like, almost in this podcast where I'm like, I can't NT figure this out. So I'm kind of like a little bit more like, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I saw organize over gather and I saw S over N. So S I. What, what would you, what did you see that was S over N? Although well, similar things I also to what saw you just saw. Yeah. N. All the same stuff that you just mentioned was S over N. Yeah. I saw an obligation to the sensory also. And in my, like I said, like if, if I were to, if you made me, I would think double observer because I thought he was pretty balanced between those two. I um, so his observers were harder to tease apart. Like it was yeah. obvious that he was tribe above self. Yeah. It was less obvious that he was obser- uh, OI or OE. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw him going back and forth very easily between what I saw as SI and NE, especially in the Ellen interview where it felt like, you know, she's a lead NE, but she's a single observer. It felt like he was like, yeah, you want to see what you want to see what it looks like when you put your SI and your NE together? Pow, 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 pow. You know, I mean, it's like shit that I wish I could do that myself. Like, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's wonderful. I, I, I myself am like Ellen and will go all the way on one side and lose the other. Whereas he was doing that double observing really point. well, I thought. I thought that's why he kind of dominated her in that one. It was he was able to double observe his way around I, her. I saw him very much like um, with everyone, everyone, including I think uh, I saw this in the round table as well. Insult, compliment, compliment, insult, insult, compliment, compliment, insult. Yeah. You're just throwing them out, like, to the point where maybe a little, like, on Letterman, 
Um, I think uh, I think Letterman actually did get a little bit. Was it Letterman? It yeah. was Letterman. They it got was, weird. Yeah, yeah. I think Letterman yeah. got a little bit uncomfortable Offended. when yeah. when yeah, yeah. And I think Sean took it a little too far. Yeah. Uh, but by yeah. and large, I saw him a lot of that. Like, yeah. and this it was could the be, other it thing. It could be double deciding. It could be. It could be. Um, I would have loved. I wrote down. I really wish he was S I T E, <laughs> but he, I just I don't. <laughs> like that would have been nice it would have been great for him to just be anderson cooper's tribe above self type twin because i was like i'm getting so much anderson off of him because when i did my 32 day cleanse anderson cooper uh-huh. was my sifi person and these two they're not far not? from each other no okay. they're not far from each other they're very i mean they they even kind of look alike <laughs> i didn't play the looks like game but they dress alike they kind of have a similar energy they show up to interviews very similarly um anderson is willing to play a little bit too um he i saw a really good anderson with, sleep last play uh i don't remember off the top of my head i think Let's he might be sleep last play check yeah. it yeah i can check it uh sleep last consume actually sleep last consume play yeah. last yeah and actually well actually with anderson i can see the playlist yeah yeah um i don't think sean is playlist <laughs> i had him i think his playlist <laughs> like you if did? i had to yeah i did write down a type but i don't want to talk about it well i've kind of hinted at it um i ended up getting him i think with sleep last uh and double activated play i i had him let's um let's go down to the animals let's just okay, go there because yeah. we've talked about some of the other stuff yeah, the reason why I had him as um, if if I had to, <laughs> well, first of all, I think we both agreed he was info dominant, so it had to be sleeper play last. Yeah, I ended uh, which up. was a little bit unfortunate because you're right. I mean, he definitely can do play energy, um, and I went back and forth on this. Um, first of all, to me, he had a more introverted energy, even though he's willing to get out and and have fun and play. Mm-hmm. his natural state his default his baseline, baseline yeah, was, was more a little yeah it was more introverted than i expected it to be when i first started typing him um yeah so so that was one thing is um i was like yeah he's more on the introverted side uh and more info dominant so that kind of told me um blast sleep consume in some order right um and then like the the only thing I could say for sleep above play is the fact that he seems to sleep process during interviews and things like and it seems to be SIFI sleep because he'll see he'll say like oh this happened to me and it meant this to me and I just realized that right now as we're talking and I know that that you could say that's a sleep last thing but I see more sleep saviors just sleep processing out loud more so than those of us that are sleep last because we do it like after we've expended all of our other animals, like by the time we get to sleep, we're usually not on stage somewhere. Whereas like for him, he'd be like talking and telling you a story and then he'd go like, oh, and that's why I feel this way about this other thing. So that was the only sort of like, if I had anything, um, yeah, I, so I wrote down processes. Like his sleep consume blast or sleep blast? Uh, no, I had him blast sleep no, consume. Wait. Blast Never had sleep blast consume. first. I had blast first, and right, I agree with right. you. Like I didn't think he was a big blaster either, but I had si and or oi and yeah. de. Yeah, that's a blast. I mean, it's like it, sometimes it doesn't look like like one of the things I was telling a friend of mine. It's like you know, if you were to say like I'm studying canines, right, and the only one you ever saw was a chihuahua, and then you see a wolf, you're like that doesn't look like the same animal. Like a right. wolf is not like you don't you're not seeing it, and like yeah. He absolutely doesn't look like your typical blaster, but I mean, I got OI and I got DE. <laughs> like, what do we, I mean? That's 
Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's blessed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did too. I got OI and I got DE, the opposite flavor of OI and DE, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so I wrote down, you know, he's processing his history in real time. So I was like, SI sleep, question mark? Um, and then, yeah, he seemed, and then mm. as I was noticing it, it was like, he'll kind of go into like SIFI on stage. Like he'll just, at least the way that SIFI sleep like, works for me. When you say he starts to talk about it, you mean he starts processing on stage? Yeah. Well, he processes his past history for what it meant to him, like what it valued. Yeah, there, there was one moment in the SAG interview. Him. Yeah. When he's like, oh, I just realized this just now. Just now. <laughs> and yeah. I saw that. I saw that a couple times. I can't remember if there, there was another interview where he did something. It might have been Letterman. Letterman was another one where I felt like I got closer to his baseline. Oh, there was like there a- was actually a long Letterman interview. Not Letterman. Uh, the other guy. The one who was on The Late Show before Colbert. I don't know. What's his name? Okay. Anyway. Um, there, there, there was, there was a long form interview that I, uh, realized I never included in the type talk and then I couldn't find it again. Yeah, I couldn't find Um, it. Um, but, uh, what were we just talking about? I lost my train of thought. We were talking about him processing basically in real time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I wrote down save your consume too. So, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I definitely was getting that too. Um, Yeah. Uh, but but again I you know it's like I don't know what do you do <laughs> this is so I think this is one of the like um so I guess a case could be made for savior or demon I saw this as a demon but so in the SAG interview where he's talking about that like um that he does go into a little blaster lesson of like you need to ask yourself two questions what do you want and what are you waiting for correct and you know you need to write it down um and that seemed the, so that was so I'm sorry I don't want to cut you off <laughs> no go for it well that that was like to me that seemed very um although yeah I'm going back and forth anyways let me actually finish the thought OI or OE brain stop um that like I need to write this down and remind myself of this over and over um number one really felt like a demon fi thing to me because it was like i i need to reconnect with what i want i agree demon di i think want can refer to ti as well yeah um i think they usually don't say it like that though. no they don't you're right their language language is is different what's true for me what's my personal truth what's true for you like to me a a demon ti person would say write down your personal truth on a sticky note and, and look at it every day kind of a thing you know um but yeah, so that and then also the SI of like writing down your known information for yourself over and over and over. So to me, that was very SIFI sleep. I, I saw it as like, you know, it'll fly away if I don't run write it down. Kind of in the same way, like I don't have SI, but I need to write those things down because they're so movable and, and they will just flit away if I don't lock them down in some sensory. Yeah, um, that, yeah to me, that wasn't how he was saying it, though, because he was saying it as like a a motivational technique. just like yeah yeah just like you know? write it down as this like this is what i want and then ask yourself yeah. w- what are you waiting for like why aren't you working towards it why right aren't now? you working towards it yeah exactly yeah. um so it's not a it's not a it, you know i don't remember where this restaurant is kind of a thing it's more of yes. like like my fi and and look i do this i actually do that same thing um but i have sleep last but i do that same thing of like what is it that i want 
and I have to like right. write it down and I have a recurring thing to like look at it. <laughs> and so he's doing the same thing that I that I do. So yeah, I mean, I had him as Savior S or sorry, Savior Sleep. Um, but well, that, uh, so you know. I had that as like as an example. So this is, you know, towards the end of the interview and it is like um, the big lesson that he's giving them. No, uh, yes. One of the big lessons that he's giving them. Right. So a this is his blast. Yeah. Um, and the flavor of that blast seemed like an F to me. Hmm. Um, but also it seemed like this was a discovery for him rather was, than yeah. something that comes easily and naturally. I definitely agree with that. I mean, it did come as a discovery for sure, but it so, felt like he was discovering his demon DI is what yes, the discovery yes, was. Yes, I absolutely agree the with you on that. The discovery wasn't organizing your known information. The discovery was the DI part of that. Um, agree with you, but also I think the, the other other side of this is that like um, it, it would be a demon sleep thing, I think. Whether it's SI sleep or NI sleep, I I think that's a demon sleep. I don't know that it is, though, because I think what I've seen with the savior sleeps, like the difference between that in my observation, the difference between savior sleep and demon sleep isn't that the savior sleeps just know this information naturally. No, it's that we're obligated to it. Yeah. Well, right. And it and it is that like they will like stop a conversation so that they can sleep process you know that kind of thing where it's like the sleep is an interrupter before they can move on to the to the next thing um and so like that's why i'm like you know i don't know like yeah obviously this practice was something he discovered like it was definitely a a learning you know Mm -hmm. and i could i could definitely make an argument that that was a demon sleep thing um but it was to me it was like a stronger indicator of the demon di because we know that his oi is something yes. he's got like it wasn't like for me it would be a combo package of like both i'm organizing my known information and it's my demon di for mm-hmm. him it was like he organizes his known information naturally and easily all the, all time, the time and what's yeah. new is like actually connecting with his di so uh, that's where it was like yeah it's definitely demon di thing and I don't know that it's necessarily a demon sleep thing. Okay. That, you know, I don't yeah. know, though. I, I mean, considered, you... so as far as his animal stacking, I considered play, consume, blast, sleep. And then the other one I considered was blast, sleep, play, consume. Yeah. If, if I didn't, if I didn't um, really think he's an OI, I could see play, consume, blast, sleep. I, uh, agreed like th- this yeah. was one of the things that even like right until we hit record I, I was going back and forth between yeah. OI or play at the top yeah and it was which is one of the reasons and I know I have a blind spot Actually, where blast sleep play consume is concerned I didn't consider now I'm just going off script um <laughs> because I, we have I didn't consider okay so the closest I got him was maybe t-e-s-i even though i wasn't a huge fan of that but i didn't consider the the t-e-n-e's and actually i could see him being in there with those guys um i just don't see savior t-e well it's certainly see- not masculine <laughs> it's not masculine no T-E. yes um definitely but I not masculine could, t-e i could see i could see that i could say i'll say it this way i could see him on the t-e uh fi axis i mean that's what i said before like and, right. and with demon fi right it's like no i wouldn't use this as an example of te um feminine te can be a little bit funny that way too anyway like in my experience um that it's feminine not feminine te can look like fe very easily it can and yeah and so um and when i'm looking at those people 
you know, yeah, I don't know. We don't we don't have a ton. We don't have a ton, but I could see an argument for T E S or T E N E play consume bless sleep. I could see that. T E N E. So oh, this was the thing I I mentioned this um I wanted to mention this earlier. When I was looking at him and when I was looking at how he was interacting with the tribe and how he and I think he does this like I think this is a very natural effortless thing to do where like when he does throw out a bomb at somebody like like a little punchy little like jab mm-hmm. like he'd be great at roasting like I, I'm, I'm sure well, he, he has started roasted. to do that to David Letterman yes <laughs> even yeah, David yeah. Letterman said God is this a roast Jesus yeah yeah and yeah. he he roasted Ellen as well and all yeah. this other stuff but yeah. then he brings it right back like he so brings he, it back. He, yeah. He throws out an insult at Letterman, like, oh, my God, what are you wearing? Or whatever it was. He yeah. makes some joke about his outfit. And then the next thing he does is, oh, my God, your audience is the best. Yeah. Like, you yeah. have a really good great audience. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's going back and forth. And it reminded me of Gary Vee. How Gary V mm. does this, like, even though Gary Vee is a decider, how Gary Vee does this little back and forth. And even with, like, when he is going back to, like, reestablish trust so to speak mm-hmm. he he offers some kind of like just like touch or something like that to just like mm-hmm. it it just um yeah i guess it reminded me of gary v i think that's one of the reasons why i arrived at sefe because i could he was see in that direction i could see but I'm like, looking at my list i could see uh f-e-n-e play consume sleep even f-e-n-e play consume sleep i could see that yeah um i i considered actually uh, Ellen's type but different modality mm-hmm. um, which would be like any FE uh, play consume sleep blast right so blast last yeah uh, but you're right he did I definitely saw that obligation to organize yeah, yeah. and That's he also tempo. goes on to a lesson <laughs> so th- this one was again a confusing one but he goes on to a lesson talking about um, this is at the end of the SAG interview uh, learn all the different parts of the industry. Yeah, yeah, I was talking about that. Yeah, that's yeah. where to me it was like, if I had to make an argument for TE, that's the best one I got. <laughs> like, it's, it's oh, not a I great one. I saw that as the like demon OE, like yeah. go and gather this oh, yeah, 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 stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. into your OI box. Yeah, I could see um, that. Yeah. But he, even in that same one, he also talks about how he hates writing and he had to force himself to write and yeah. now he loves it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was another thing that I saw as like a... I almost saw that as a consume thing. I wrote that down as a savior consume blip. Because I was like, is that savior consume? Because it's saying basically like, I don't want to go... Yeah. I don't want to go outside of what I like. Yeah. I saw that as demon blast. And yeah, uh, savior consume with this obligation to do what I like and pushing yourself through to do the thing that might be harder. That might be harder. Yeah. But uh, at the end offers a lot of value. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was just... I, I was... I remember, so I did my first pass like a month ago in the beginning of September. And I remember when I came across that um, roundtable interview Mm -hmm. with all the comedians Mm -hmm. being like, what the fuck? I have no idea what's going on. I don't know what Sean's type is. Yeah. And just really confused by it. Yeah, I think the ENFPs just killed him there. (laughs) That's what I got from that. I mean, I know Mark is an ENFP and it... I felt like Tracy Morgan was like somewhere in his dock, somewhere in there. I don't know. EP is some flavor or something. Um, and the between the two of them, especially, they kind of overpowered the room. It wasn't just, I mean, Sean was definitely like out of the group. He was probably the most, but um, uh, Ray Romano kind of struggled in that interview too. <laughs> 
he was, I think, of everyone, Sean was the quietest. Yeah, Sean was the quietest. But Ray was, yeah. Ray That's was what I'm saying. Present. If I had to pick the next, yeah. I So now that I'm thinking and, about And it, Ray is S-I-T-I. And that was the other one I was comparing. I was like, he's not not Ray. <laughs> yeah, but Ray Ray goes up. He, uh, Ray is sleep last play. Yes, he is. Um, so he's got that energy yeah. going on. And I had considered that for Sean. Um, now, though, now, like, thinking about it now, um, I wouldn't, I guess I could see a case for him being, like, sleep consume, blast play, where um, th- there is that dividing line between the yes. sleep consume and the blast play. Yeah. And so, like, when he's on Ellen, he's in that blast, in play, blast mode, play mode. Yeah. Whereas at that round table, he was in sleep consume. Yes. Yes, I could see I that. Could I could see that, except that he's he's not self above tribe. He is not self. No, above he's not tribe. Above, no, he's not yeah. self above tribe. So no. he's yeah, he's definitely tribe above self. Yeah, yeah. I guess he has to have blasted. He would have to be blasted. I mean, it's like yeah, I know he what has ain't. To be Look, it's a chihuahua. Sleep, consume sleep. <laughs> you know, I'm I mean, like I don't know. Sleep consume play. Yeah, that's what I got. Blast sleep consume play. That's what I feel I have. like. If he was blast sleep, though, at that interview. He, he he was just in such a mope headspace. Like, he was just taking everything in and processing it. Yeah. Right? He was very much just, he was just like a sponge taking everything in. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Wait, what do you guys think? Has anyone typed him? Like, yeah, right. What do you guys see when you know. see Sean? <laughs> exactly. He was... Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, the, the quick answer. Well, OK, let's go down to the modalities. Right. Um, feminine yeah. introverted decider. I think we agreed on that. Um, and, uh, and and for me, it was partially because I was back like, and forth between feminine and masculine. Yeah. Cause cause, he, he has punch and I was trying to figure out where his punch is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not a typical punch. It's not the way that you and I punch. No. So that and I wondered if it was because he was punching on F.E. Maybe that's why it was mm-hmm. or he's punching on N.I. or like he's well, punching on something that's unfamiliar to me. That's true. Yeah. Well, in the the um, but the D.I.s like the M, the masculine introverted deciders punch too <laughs> they punch they differently do. and and yeah. i think that was like, and, and they're more willing to pull it and that was like you said like he would like sniper hit you and then kind of pull and then it. pull yeah so yeah um whereas like we might we would do a lot more i think back in yeah of a it's the dog energy it's like a dog versus cat right it's it's the bark yes, bark bark bark, yes. bark versus just his like punch snipe. is cat yeah. yes it was a sniper yeah. It, yes yeah um just this week uh nikki i think her name is glazer glacier something like that has um a new uh special drop on netflix and raja and i have been talking about it and she is like her way of sniping reminds me a lot of sean's yeah in in the sense that it's just like this like very direct really harsh it can and, be like too true too true hit. it's like it's a Scorpio. too true and Yes, and it's because yeah. it's too true. That's what I think it has that cat energy rather uh-huh. than dog energy. Because yes. when we snipe, we're just like, it, it, it's like an assault rifle. We're just like yeah. all over the place, right? Where they're right. just like, bam, right in Right the in you. Yeah. Yes. And I know I live with a Scorpio. I was raised by a Scorpio. They're so good at that. <laughs> and it's that, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so the sensory, it's funny. I wish I had written down more because I don't know that I, I have a good, because I thought his masculine sensory was pretty obvious, but clearly you saw different. Well, and so I'm like, I, I didn't. Saw, I definitely saw a memory for details, yeah. but it didn't feel like masculine sensory. It felt like masculine SI to me because it was like, it was also like very, 
you know how they talk about how the masculine sensory is like on a timeline or whatever and like he indexes his memories on like this happened and then this happened like that's mm -hmm. exactly how he described his history and his past and things like that like it was very much on that like in relate it's like masculine sensory for me the memory part of it and granted i can't fully separate it out because i'm kinesthetic but like the memory part of it is like everything is sort of like placed in relation to something else is the way it works yes. and so like yes. that's how i heard him describing it and 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 then he would like he would say a part of it that was like not totally related to what he was talking about but it was just like and i do this too or i'll, I'll be talking to somebody and i'll just offhandedly say like you know, the one that was across the street from the burger place that used to be there, but that burned down. You know, that kind of thing. It's like, wait, that had nothing to do with anything else. But it's just my memory has indexed it that way. Like he was talking yeah. about that restaurant that he used to work at. And he's like, yeah, it's a breakfast, lunch and dinner place. And now it's gone. And they, you know, I'm just like, huh. And that's why to me, it was like his, mm. his memory appeared to be the masculine sensory style of detail memory. stuff. Okay. Yeah, well, not not so much detail, but it's just like the way that we remember things is just very much like relation. It's almost like relational. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. like my we're, husband we're encoding things by their relations to yeah. each other. Whereas yes. like my husband with his feminine sensory memory, that's not how his his memory is not relational like that. Like in the sort of almost like blocky type of way of like like yeah. a Tetris board. That's not yeah really, yeah. It, it's not yeah. operating by deduction, sort which of, is yeah. what I feel like. Like I I feel like kinesthetic memory is encoding things through their relationships and based on those relationships i can deduce what happened there and there yeah because kind of i'm i have this like network of relationships in my head yeah yeah whereas it's theirs weird. is more yeah feminine sensory memory is and this is i think this is why it's harder for them to remember stuff is because they don't do that <laughs> like it's not relational in that same sort of way it's like yeah. So I was actually talking to somebody about the yesterday I ended up spending like a couple of hours explaining OPS to one of my roommates. Mm -hmm. And when we were talking about kinesthetic, he and I was trying to describe it, I was using a lot of this language. He asked the question like, so then testers, what what is the opposite of this for testers? Right. And I wonder if it's so we are maintaining a network of relationships of sensory data. Yeah. And I wonder if testers are maintaining a network of relationships of patterns. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And I like, yeah, I don't even know what the fuck that means, <laughs> but it somehow makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, with concepts and patterns. Yeah. Concepts, yeah. too. I would. Yeah. Throw yeah. Concepts, that way patterns. I think that's how Luis does it is he, he kind of remembers the concept of a certain area or whatever. And, and it helps that he's like savior intuition, too. Um, I'm also OK. I'm going to sneeze. Be blessed. <laughs> it's OK. We'll sneak this out. <laughs> OK. Well, maybe. Hold on. <laughs> Take it Bless you. There it goes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I have allergies. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, it's that time of year. Oh, yeah. Anderson. Um, I look. I'm looking up Anderson's I've got uh, it. type. Okay, so he is visual. He's FM SIFI mm -hmm. sleep last consume. Yes, he is. Plas play last. Play last. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. Info dominant. I um, feel like. Anderson has, it might be because of the industries that they're in, right? Because he's in news and he's in, and yeah. Sean is in entertainment. Yeah. But I feel like Anderson has a bit more of a stick up his ass than, than Sean does. <laughs> well, he's also SIFI too. <laughs> so. I wonder if it's not that, so I'm still like, the nature of Sean's punchiness feels weird and different to me, right? Mm -hmm. I'm still a little stuck on that. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's not because of the pot potentially visual modality that 
because Anderson also like oh, that's if not both the similarities visual? you're seeing. Yeah, hmm, that'd be interesting. Ah, yeah, that's interesting. Huh. Because we have so few visuals, right? Yeah, that's true. Because your brain also jumped to Monica at one point. I did. Well, because I said T E N E. Oh, that's right. We were talking about T E N E at the time. Yeah, but yeah. still. Um, well, and I'm looking at the checklist, you know, solid with the concepts, movable with the facts. He didn't seem movable with those facts, but, you know, that could be Savior S also. Yeah. But but like you said, I, we don't have a ton of uh, He's just confusing on every single axis. <laughs> feminine Savior S. I don't, that's, that's a whole different beast. We don't, do we? Well, yeah. Shannon... <laughs> I mean, yeah, Shannon Anderson. Yeah, and Anderson, but it's like that is a that is interesting because it's SI or or well, in the case of like Anderson Cooper, you know, it's SI, which is usually a pretty SI is kind of a stickler of a function anyway. Like to me, it feels a little masculine like anyway. And that that's the thing. <laughs> like if he had masculine SI at the top, we would know it even from one forty five minute. Well, interview. that's true. I mean, yeah, because Tiger Woods, it was like in your face, like for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if if it was feminine SI at the top, then that that would be a lot harder to spot. Yeah, and it would feel kind of masculine-ish because it would be SI, which is really concerned about the organized. But he he'd he'd have those little jabs on the intuition. Yeah, which I think and he jokes. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. So he felt my my very first like bias coming into typing him was NEFE. Any yeah. Any Effie play blast almost, crackhead. I would almost flip that then and say like Effie any, and that's the reason why he's different from Ellen. You know, that's because that's he's I, more of a decider. Yeah, yeah, and he is. Um, and then yeah, okay, and then I could see the Fe being the reason why he's a little playful with the feelings, but yet he pulls it back because the Fe's they kind of just like you and I, we have all of our what works and our reasons, and we're willing to kind of bang the blocks together. Fe's are willing to bang the feelings together a lot more, well, yeah. you know, than yes. we are. Yes. <laughs> like we can't bang feelings together because somebody's gonna get hurt <laughs> because it's introverted. Whereas and like if, Fe, if he's Fe, Fe, then it would make sense for why Gary V popped into my head. Well, Fe, any is what I'm thinking. Or Fe, any, but yeah, that too. Or Fe, Si, I don't know. Mm, because no, we both I don't saw him organizing. Uh, but yeah, yeah you're right. Him. We did. S- yeah, I don't know. But so on the know. other hand, we have what we have: um, Hannah Hart and uh, Jessica McCabe as examples of Fe uh, or of SF Blast, and yep. nobody saw them as Savior Si. Most people I, saw them as I Savior Andy. Of course, <laughs> I actually did. I, I had remember. the Si. Jessica was your first one. Yes, that was my table flip moment, as everybody um, knows. <laughs> but what I didn't see was the Fe. Which I'm not good at. So, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. either think they're F.E. when they're not or I think they're not F.E. when they are. Well, the Whatever. other question that's interesting is, so you, you, your best friend, you see her as F.E.S.E., right? Yes. Yeah. Do you see similarities between Sean and her? Um, well, she, I think she has masculine F.E. So she's, oh. when she punches on the F.E., it is more in that Gary V. type style. <laughs> okay. The Gary V. punch? Yeah. Yeah. So um, if Sean is double feminine, if he is, I, yeah. then he then he would be Jessica McCabe. I just I, saw OI. I just saw so much OI with him. Though. I did. I That's did too. The problem. I did. Um, yeah. So no. Anyways. Um, yeah. So I go back to what I said. Looks like an ISTJ, but won't shut up about people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I think so. I. I didn't see him 
spiking on people. I saw him name dropping a lot. Yeah. But I also like I noticed Again, myself that, that be, I name drop and that's because I'm trying to it could be give sensory, sensory to people. I yeah. thought about that too actually. I did actually think about that. Um that his dr- name dropping could just be in my mind SI. I still I still kind of feel like he's SI any axis. Mm. I'm still seeing that. Um but it yeah the name dropping could just be like let me give you this organized sensory like as part of that story um if he is blast blast sleep consume play if his play is at the i i don't think i think if he had play last i don't think he would have ended up in entertainment the way that he is do we i mean who i don't know you probably know the play lasters better than me so uh, um, Karen it has that animal stacking, and she is uh, who's Karen NF Blaster. No, no, no. I'm talking about inter- entertainment, like celebrities, like oh, celebrities. Yeah, um, yeah. See, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I I would be curious to compare, but I can't so think of any we're celebrities. Talking about Blast Sleep. Um, no, just any play last entertainers. I'll take any play last entertainers. <laughs> As a start, um, because I can't, because you, because what you're saying oh God, is, there's nobody. Yeah, what you were saying is, no. if he was play last, he wouldn't be in entertainment, and that's an interesting. Now, idea. not that he wouldn't be in entertainment, but he got into it when he was very young. Yeah, and yeah. he talks about how he was the uh, comedy relief and the one like causing yeah. the little like he was the class clown of his family, right? Essentially, right. and right. I don't think he would have stepped into that role if his play was last. But then again, who knows? Because our environment, like, sometimes we have to step into a role well, that doesn't feel natural. Okay. Um, Simon Pegg is one. F-I-S-E. Consume, sleep, blast. Jerry Seinfeld is another. Sleep, consume, blast. He definitely is play last. <laughs> Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ed Harris is one. And see, like, Ed Harris is, like, an, is a reason why I'm like, yeah, this isn't, like... I would not think that Sean Hayes and Ed Harris are similar. Like, I just wouldn't. <laughs> and yet that was oh. kind of the type I was angling to. And I'm like, this is why I'm like, I don't know. Anne Hathaway. Oh, there you go. Anne Hathaway is NIFI, sleep, blast, consume. Wow. Hmm. That's surprising. Hmm. Well, so there, oh, yeah, Anne Hathaway. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Ethan I knew Hawk. she was NIFI. Yeah, I knew that one. Um, Anyways, yeah. So there aren't tons of them. Jennifer Aniston. Oh no, wait. Reese, she's Reese not Witherspoon. Play last. What the heck? Did I oh, that that's one? right. Reese Witherspoon is my double feminine twin, so she's play last. Oops, I accidentally made somebody. Play but last it's, so play so second. it's it's not it's not so much um, whether or not he'd be entertainment as a playlaster. It's that his flavor of entertainment, right? Like Jack McFarland or or uh, or you know Sean Hayes when he's on Ellen, that kind of level of play where he's just boom 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 everything that's going on. Like yeah. Well, I'm, I'm. I guess I just I can't conceive of myself doing that when I'm so I young am so easily. With you. On the Ellen example, I'm not with you on the character because just like what we talked with LeVar, sometimes people's characters are their Are demons. the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But the reason but yeah, he got that, that role was because at right, his he audition, play- yeah. he brought in some of that play. He brought in some play energy. Yeah. Yes. True. That that you're looking at my ass. You're looking you at comment. my ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which he told every time. Yes. <laughs> Going over that same known information that I like, that my OE just filters right out. Anyways, and that's the other thing that's interesting is that one of the reasons 
there, there, it's hard to find content about him is because he hates doing talk shows and things like that. Hmm. Like he mentioned when he was on uh, Megan Mullally's show. Yeah. Well, I also I think yeah. it's also Demon Di where he doesn't Demon want to D. expose I. that Di to to yeah. the public. Yeah. Yeah. So. <sighs> Anyways. I think he wants to. Oh, and that was the other thing that popped into my head. We talk about how Thomas's SF play is very like um, a little bit of a class clown. Come in, yeah. cause all this chaos. Peace yeah. out. I see. I feel like Sean's play is not not that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know though because then Thomas himself said how any FI consume wants to make you feel uncomfortable and making these connections and being kind of random. Yeah, and I saw not... him. Yeah, but I, I know I'm not saying I'm not saying that Sean is any FI consume. No, no, no. I'm saying that th- th- he had a little bit of that, too, just like we just talked about how he roasted people and did that. Yeah. Like He was making people feel uncomfortable and he was making connections across a wide spectrum like he was doing that. Um, yeah, he was very good. At Which that. sounds like an F play. It could be an F play. Yeah, it could be. I could I I'm not st- we're, stuck I think on we're, his we're, observers, but I'm still very much. Yeah, I think where F-E. we're getting stuck. I think where we're getting stuck is the fact that he clearly seems to be savior OI, but yet we keep wanting to put an OE the play at the top. And yeah, the blast or high. Down. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Which I mean, I don't know. I mean, I thought I was OI for a long, long time, but he just I don't know. It just felt like so natural to him. I don't know. It did. It did. So, but it also, yeah. He's just. I mean, I have to say, like, was an I enigma. never thought about Sean Hayes, but it I have a, a lot of respect for. Oh him. yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a riddle wrapped in an enigma. Um, yep. He needs to do a podcast or something, and then he does. That would help. Um. So yeah, I I've got to go watch soon. him. Yeah. 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 Um. He was. Uh, yeah, info yeah. versus energy. I ended up landing on on info at the very end, and in large Me part too. because the final blaster lesson that he gave at the SAG interview was information. Yeah, and it I was and go I, after the information, right? And I feel like that was another reason he felt uncomfortable in that roundtable was because he maybe he was told like we're gonna get together and have like an info conversation or something, and he's like all these energy doms like being energy dom in front of me that i think it was a little bit like shell shock of this isn't this isn't where i like to be because i know i do that that's another one that i do that if i'm in a group that's all energy dominant and i'm the one info dominant person suddenly it's just like i'm just quiet and i just shut down it's like i just shut down it's like who is this person um and it's just because like i'm not energy dominant and so like i'm just like i don't i'm not there for it kind of a thing like it's not like but it's not like conscious it's not like i'm sitting there like no i don't want to play with you people it's just more like i don't know it's almost like you don't know what to do so then you're just sort of like well i just won't you're just yeah 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 and that sounds like a demon blast thing doesn't it like let me just sit and take an information instead of jumping in and doing i don't know though it also could just be yeah i don't know i don't know if it's necessarily one or the other because i you know i've heard even the high blasters if they feel like they're just in an uncomfortable situation, they're not going to blast either. Mm. You know? That's so. true. That's true. Um, um, yeah. But Great. yeah, but that one I saw as <laughs> as him, um, he seemed like when you look at all the other comics that were at that round table, 
he seemed like an outlier. And mm. I feel like, um, especially with Demon D.I., I yes. I'm, I'm assuming, but it, it felt like he had imposter syndrome going on. Like, why well, yeah. was I invited among all of these greats? Well, and yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he's just an said amazing Ray, comedian, but Ray is D.I. A lot of comedians are savior. Well, I mean, it depends. There's yeah. both. But you're right in that room, especially like the sort of the people who were kind of setting the tone were more yes. self above tribe. Oh people. my God. What is his name? I, uh, there was one guy who was so sleep last and using that round table to process. Are you talking about Tracy Morgan? I don't remember. Um, Cause Tracy Morgan just does that. I am not a Tracy Morgan fan and I don't know if they've, um, I don't know if they've typed him. I think I tried to look. Um, he would be interesting to type. Um, who is Tracy Morgan? Tracy he was the black guy. Morgan. I mean, I think there was only one black guy at the table. Um, <laughs> right? Yes, it was Tracy Morgan. Yeah, it's Tracy Morgan. Evelyn's Looked not up a, the picture. Evelyn's not a big um, Tracy Morgan fan. Yeah. Never um, have been. And But but he was definitely asleep last because he was taking that round table to process. I don't know, though. Why Why do you say that? Like, why do you... Now I'm going to be the, the bastion the of sleep yeah. lasters, but I would never do that. So it feels like Sleep Last is not the one that's going to, you know, do that. Well, I mean, in the sense that, like, I, I feel as like, people were ahead. bringing up, so a lot of the conversation was actually surprisingly, um, a, a lot of sleep questions were being asked. There was a lot of questions that were being asked that were that kind of require you to um, introspect, right? And uh, Tracy was just very often, as people were sharing their introspections, Tracy's response was like, oh, I never thought about that. Or, oh, you're right. Like, like he hasn't done this introspection, whereas a lot of the other sleep saviors at the table have. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I feel like Sleep Last gets a rap of, of, of being kind of, yeah, that guy. Like, Tracy Morgan <laughs> of, like... Um, That's not to say all Sleep Lasters are like that. I mean, No, I'm not. Like, I know. I know. I know. Not all you know, the classic thing. But I'm just saying there's this sort of idea that just because somebody's like that, oh, they're so sleep last. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just know that he, it was definitely like play blast energy for sure. I'll give you that. Um, you know, sleep yeah. demon. But anyways, I gotta, I've got to go. Yes, yes. I actually had to and go a little bit ago. So. <laughs> this was an interesting conversation. Yeah, I figured it would be, even though I didn't really have a type. And I've actually kind of been wanting to do one like this where, I, where we don't, where I don't prove something. Because I think that's important. I actually think it's important it in OPS. Because a lot of people, um, now I'm going to go into Blaster Lesson. A lot of people, like, want to look at something and say, well, that guy is this or I see that or whatever. But it's like Dave and Shannon are constantly telling us, like, you need to be able to prove it. You need to be able to come with it. And I know that, you know, sometimes people have even suggested people and they've said there's not enough content on that person. And the person's thinking, yeah, there is. But there's maybe there's not because you can't really prove a coin. And so, like, I'm OK to come on here and say I could not prove what I saw. I, I, I can tell you some th things that I observed. And so in, you know, in a given room, the kind of role he was playing or what he reminded me of. But I could not I could not prove really much of anything. Um, yeah. 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 He was he was hard. Um, I love what he's doing, though. And yeah. and I love his energy. Um, I don't know that he's somebody I'd want to kick it with because I think I would be afraid of his sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a sniper rifle for sure. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, yeah, maybe that is I, I, I think I would probably argue double feminine at the end of that conversation. But anyway, hmm. yes, you have to go. Yep. As do I. 
we'd love to hear from you guys. What did you yeah. think? Um, <laughs> did you go about typing Sean? What did you get for his type? Like, man, he was... He was tricky. We'd love to hear what you guys think. Um, Make sure to subscribe and like. Uh, We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, Ideas, topic discussions, all that jazz. Um, Thanks for watching or listening, whatever your favorite mode of consumption is. (laughs) Um, I'm Versavia. And I'm Evelyn. Have a great day. All right. Bye. Bye.